It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Our Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, everybody, we welcome you to the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell, and away we go on today's episode. You will hear from both Jonathan Allen and a little bit from Ryan Anderson as well as we attempt to bring you as much of the sound from the players and the coaches as we possibly can and squeeze it all in and give you some news and notes as well. Since our last episode, which I recorded late Sunday night, um, which was after we found out about Cody Latimer being released on Sunday, Washington has had two practices Mondays was in pads, Tuesdays was shells, and Wednesday will be a player's day off. Thursday will be at FedEx Field at 1 o'clock for a team practice, uh, supposedly just in shells is what Ron Rivera indicated, Um, but just more to get a feel for the stadium setup and what it's going to be like, quite honestly, to play in a 75,000-seat stadium with no fans. Because that's the plan moving forward. Uh, so I assume they'll have you know some music and some uh, the scoreboards running and all that stuff to make it seem as much as possible like what it's going to feel starting on September the 13th against the Philadelphia Eagles in week one. So we'll get a better feel and a better sense for that uh, on Thursday. Again, with a one o'clock practice Uh, And of course, we'll do a podcast after that telling you kind of how everything looked and felt uh, because we'll be there. I don't know where we'll be allowed to be. I don't know if we'll be allowed to be in the crowd. I don't know if we'll be wearing the seats. I don't know if we'll be allowed to be on the field. Uh, That I'm not sure. Press box, who knows? Uh, But we'll be there is what I know. All right, so let's get to this. A couple of notes, and then we'll get to, again, Jonathan Allen and Ryan Anderson. So we'll keep the news and notes section short. I thought, you know, Monday was a pretty good day for Dwayne Haskins and the first-team offense. Finished it off strong, two-minute drill. Terry McLaurin, a bomb, about roughly 35 yards in stride, a little bit outstretched over Greg Stroman. A tough battle between McLaurin and Stroman. McLaurin got up, punted the football, would have been a penalty uh, if it was a game, uh, but it was just practice, so no big deal uh, on that front. But it was a feisty, feisty, feisty last two days. And what I mean by that is there's some hard hitting, right? Troy Apke absolutely nearly decapitated Terry McLaurin on Tuesday in shells. And Ron Rivera had to remind him, and he said he was going to talk to him again, hey, you can't really do that uh, when we're in shells and helmets. You know, you got to protect your guys. Right. Nobody needs to get decapitated. But he said the good part of it is he's playing fast. He's playing hard. Apke had a big hit in pads on Monday. I think that was against one of the tight ends, but I can't honestly remember. That was fine. 
Sean Dion Hamilton on Monday clotheslined uh, one of the running backs. Not good. But Ron said, while they've got to clean some things up, he doesn't have a major problem with it because that means guys are playing fast, they're playing with tempo, they're playing hard, they're playing with effort, and they're doing some of the things, not all of the things, they're going to have to clean up the technique and all that stuff, they're doing some of the things that they're going to have to do starting on September 13th. So it's kind of been an interesting juxtaposition, if you will, between you know different practice sessions or different practices and you're going against your former team or your current I should say your your current team your teammates so you're not going against other players uh and, and obviously you're not playing a tackle format like you would even be in the four preseason games right uh so there's going to be some hitting there's going to be some popping there's going to be some collisions and some of it is fine uh I like how Ron kind of approached it you know like that means Guys are playing fast and physical. That's how we have to play, with tempo, with energy. We just got to clean it up, and we can't hurt our own guys. Luckily, nobody seems to be majorly hurt uh, out of the group. We also got Chase Young back. On Monday, he participated in the last part of practice in goal line drills at left and right defensive end, um, and he leaped up, and he knocked one down, swatted it out of midair, a little Superman style, and then on the next play, he set the edge, anchored against the run, and blew up a run play. So that was really good. I saw him on both sides. I asked him on Tuesday if he prefers either side, and he said, nope. Yeah, I don't know if he quite understood what I was getting at with the question. Maybe I worded it poorly, uh, but he said, you know, that's how they were taught at Ohio State, and clearly that's how they're being used here because I saw both days, left and right side. Uh, I didn't notice him jump out as much on Tuesday as I did on Monday in the goal line drill session, but he said he's close to 100%, but not at 100%. So uh, clearly they want to make sure with the hip flexor everything's okay. Sadiq Charles still not back in practice. Wes Schweitzer, the Atlanta Falcon free agent, signee, versatile offensive lineman, still hasn't been at practice. Don't know really what's going on uh, with him. Um, You know, some guys had veteran days off like Kendall Fuller and all that, uh, but no major, major uh, injuries that we are aware of, uh, maybe just some bumps and some bruises and some healing and, you know, all that stuff or minor little things. Uh, but now that Chase Young is back, clearly, uh, again, things are, are, are settling down. As far as uh, Alex Smith, um, you know, and again, this was a situation where Ron Rivera had to kind of get after uh, Deron Payne a little bit because Payne came hard after him in red zone nine-on-nine drills, and on one particular one, made a little bit of contact with his leg. And, you know, Alex seemed okay, he's fine, shake it off. It's going to happen, he's going to have to get used to it. But Ron was, you know, again, grabbed Deron Payne as he was trotting off, said, hey, you know, you got to do better than that, essentially. you got to be careful. can't have a quarterback that, you know, just come back from a compound fracture in his leg, getting dinged up can't have it can't have it I you know I, I don't know how they're going to simulate what's going to happen in a real game if he's got to play because right now based on performance uh, I don't you know, look Kyle Allen knows the offense um, 
and I assume he would be the first call if Dwayne Haskins gets hurt on the first drive in week one. Um, I assume, but I, I can't say that that's by performance. That's probably just by knowledge and also trying to give Alex Smith as much time as he possibly can. But if Dwayne Haskins were to get hurt early on in the season, and again, he got hurt a couple of times late last season, if he were to get hurt, then Alex Smith is one snap away. One snap. You know, unless, you know, at that point, then, uh, you know, they promote Steven Montez, uh, you know, but but who knows? All right, so that was the kind of practice combined report over the last two days. We'll have more details uh, in another episode because, again, the players are going to have the day off on Wednesday. So we have a little extra time here uh, in between practice sessions. And again, FedEx Field on Thursday at 1 o'clock, depending on when you are listening, 1 o'clock Eastern time, 1 o'clock p.m. uh, Eastern time to exactly, again, simulate what it's going to feel like on September 13th, which is quick approaching only two and a half weeks away. We're with you on the Washington Football Team Podcast. I am your host, Chris Russell. Coming up next, we will hear from Jonathan Allen, one of the leaders of the defense, maybe and arguably the leader of the defense. We will hear that next, right here on LOWFT. All right, guys, it is Chris Russell with you for DoorDash. You know, I got to do radio shows. I got to do podcasts. I got to do writing. I got to do video. I'm out at practice. I don't want to cook. I don't want to clean. I don't want to do anything. I want to eat good-tasting food that's not healthy. Chinese, pizza, burgers. If you want a little dessert, a little something-something for dessert, You can do it all at DoorDash if you download the DoorDash app, which you should have already done. But in case you haven't done it, download it now, wherever you download your apps. And if you have done it, you're smart. You open the DoorDash app. You choose what you want to eat. Your your food will be left safely outside your door. Contactless delivery drop-off. 300,000 food options and partners all across the United States and more. Puerto Rico, Canada, Australia, if you're listening somewhere else, we appreciate it nonetheless. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code Locked On. That's $5 off and no delivery fees. Promo code Locked On on the DoorDash app. Don't forget, locked on for $5 off for your first order on DoorDash. Now, after you're done stuffing your stomach, what you might need to do is get your car or your truck in line so that you can take it out for a nice little thrill ride this weekend or so you can get back and forth to work for those of you that are still commuting. Well, one way you can do that, the best way you can do that is with our friends at Rock Auto and rockauto.com. Guys, I'm telling you, it's an easy experience. It's simple. You can do it from your couch, your kitchen table, your bed, your office, wherever you might be, your phone, your laptop, whatever the situation is, just dial them up at rockauto.com and order any part that you might need for your car or truck. If you're not a knowledgeable do-it-yourself type guy, they're going to be able to help you get the part that you need at the best price. All you need to know is what kind of car you have, right? Who doesn't know what kind of car they have? Everybody knows what kind of car you have. 
It's very simple. Just go to rockauto.com, plug in all the information. And when you go to their, where did you hear about us section, please, 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 please tell them locked on sent you. That's right. Where did you hear about us? Locked on at rockauto.com. The best prices, the best parts, the most parts for your car or truck, whatever you need is available in one place and one place only rockauto.com. All right. It is Chris Russell with you right here on the locked on Washington football team podcast. Good to have you with us. Jonathan Allen caught up with the media last Friday, right after uh, last Saturday, I should say, right after we found out about Ron Rivera's cancer diagnosis. And that's how the conversation started. J.A. was asked his reaction. You know, no, when, it, when, he, when he said that, it definitely took us by surprise a little bit. But based on the move he gave, he's very confident. They caught it early. It's not aggressive. Um, I mean, that's really all he kind of said. You know, for me, Perez, I just got to pray for him. And I mean, just looking at him, I don't. I would have never known if you would have never told us, but some that's definitely something that you take seriously. And like I said, you've got to pray for him and just hope for the best and just continue to just, he's our guy, so we're, we're behind him strong. And when you have, when there's a situation like that, how, as, a, as a group of players, do you guys get together and talk about ways that you can help him just by doing your job or anything like that? Like, what are the discussions like amongst yourselves? Amongst ourselves, it's really kind of the same vibe. You know, you really want, just want to keep them in your prayers, continue to work. Um, but at the end of the day, we're going to do our job. And that's why we're here, to do our job and do it at a high level. Um, obviously, you don't want to go out there and be a problem guy in general. But, I mean, when something like this is going on, you just – the biggest thing I can really say is you just got to keep them in your prayer because regardless of if what's going on with him, I'm going to try to do my job to the best ability, regardless of anyone else's circumstance or anything. So that won't change the way I feel about doing my job because at the end of the day, I have to do a job and I have to do it well. So that's that's always been my my thought, my, you know, drive. Thank you. Jonathan, Nikki Jeff Bala from the Washington Post. Um, what was your reaction to his speech today after practice? What was his general message to you guys? Uh, pretty much the general message is we just need more. And I mean, I 100% agree. I'm 100% bought into what he's saying. He said we need more. And I, I, I agree, you're never there. We're always continuously grinding and you got to work. It's, it's not going to be easy what we want to get done here and what we want to accomplish. But hard work is hard work and we got to do it. And I'm 100% bought into what we have to do here. There's been a lot going on with the franchise on and off the field this offseason. Um, from your perspective, how do you think he's handled it? Um, seems like a lot to take on for a head coach. I mean, it, I mean, I, I want to know. I'm not a head coach, but looking at him, he's handling everything amazingly. I mean, you just have to handle everything straight up, get out in front of it, and just do what you have to do as the head football coach of the team. And I think he's done I mean, a great job. Uh, it's definitely a tough situation, but at the end of the day, he's a pro, and he knows how to handle this. And I wouldn't expect anything less from Coach Rivera. Hey, Jonathan, Ben Standing with The Athletic. Uh, just curious, uh, your thoughts on the overall camp and the overall tone of everything you guys are doing under this coaching staff compared to what you've been used to before? Uh, I mean, I'm not really big on comparisons. Every coaching staff is different. Every situation is unique. But what we've done this year, I love it. We're we're physical. We work hard. We work smart. We work together. And we're just building the blocks. You know, I'm not really going to make statements or expectations of what we have to do. There's just a standard of work that we're going to have to go out there and put out day in and day out, and then we'll see what happens. And as far as your specific uh, defensive line group, obviously – 
in terms of expectations are pretty high for the pieces you guys have. Obviously, Chase Young has been out there the last few days, but what are your expectations? What, what, what is the realistic expectation, do you think, for this group this year? I feel like it's easy for us as a group to look at the expectations and get excited, but me personally, I could care less. It really doesn't matter what anybody outside of this organization thinks, in my opinion. Expectations... I don't believe in those. I believe in we have. I believe in having standards that we must live up to day in and day out, game in and game out. And if we live up to the certain standards that I set for myself and as a unit we set collectively, we'll have success regardless of the outcome. Hey, Jonathan. Uh, Seth Mills has kind of referred to the defensive line as the tip of the spear for the defense. Just how can the defensive line set that tone, and how does that unfold in like a game day situation? I think it just starts off with working hard. I mean, from my point of view, that's what I'm going to do. Just work hard day in and day out. Be the guy that I would want to play beside. Good teammate. Play hard. Buy in 100%. And just do what I can to help this organization win. And us. I mean, it's, it's really simple what we need to do. But it's the consistency that makes it difficult. You know what I mean? And doing it day in and day out, regardless of situation at home, situation in the media, situation surrounding this place, what you do inside this building needs to be consistent. And I'm speaking for myself, and that's just my goal every day. Be consistent in what I do and be good at it. Hey, John, Les Carpenter at the Washington Post. Good to see you. Um, I'm wondering, you know, after Ron told you this the other night, I know he's trying to build something here. Is this diagnosis and kind of what you're going to be going through with him? Can this kind of be part of the building here? Can this be a moment that you guys can use to, to sort of come together a little bit more and, and build that culture? I feel like, I feel like you definitely can. Um, like I said, we don't know the extent of a lot of things. He just gave us a brief overview because he, I mean, credit to him, he's focused on the team. He doesn't want this to be a point of emphasis. He doesn't want this to be the thing that pulls everybody together. It's, a, it's about the team, and, you know, I give him a lot of credit and respect. I mean, I couldn't imagine being in this position. So, I mean, kind of like I said, you just pray for him. You just go out there. You just got to continue to work, and you just – you just continue to do the mundane every day and then just grind and get better. And that's how you really get closer as a team. But this is definitely something that, you, I mean, it, it, it's a tough situation to be in. Like I said, you just got to pray for them and you just continue to do your job and just work. Yeah, and when he, I guess you guys are all standing around when he tells you on the field. I think it was in the in bubble. What what was that like? I mean, was was there just silence? Was there just gas? I mean, what, what kind of did everyone do as soon as you absorbed that? Or did it just, like, not sink in right away? I mean, it was definitely just silence. Everyone, like, completely intent and listening. And, I mean, I keep saying it. You, should, you just pray for him because, like I said, that's a very serious diagnosis. But, I mean, his mood said a lot. He was very confident that he was going to be able to he – he's going to beat this. He said he caught her early. He's not super aggressive, all these things. So, I'm, I'm very hopeful. And, like I said, as our leader, he, he stood up there very strong. So, I got to – I mean, that, 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 there's a lot of respect in that. One day. I wanted to ask you about Ruben Foster, seeing him back out there. What, what's that been like for, for him, everything he's been through to, to overcome the injury and to be able to see him play again? It's been great, man. I mean, he's definitely inspiring, man. He's been through a lot these last couple of years, so to see him push through it and persevere and be back out there on the field, I'm happy for him. I'm excited for him. I can't wait to see him play. And then for you personally, you kind of took on a leadership role last year. And I'm curious, if you talked to Coach about kind of how he wants you to continue that this year and, and how you can best help that team approach? Um, we haven't sat down and specifically went over this, what you need to do, this, what you need to do. I just want to be the best teammate I could possibly be. You know what I mean? If I am adopted that leadership role again, great, so be it. If not. I'm here to do my job, and I'm here to do it at an effective level. And it really is about the team, man. I'm, 
I'm tired of losing. We're tired of losing. Everyone here is tired of losing. We want to win. And if it's not about winning, I really don't care about it. So I'm just going out there every single day trying to do what I can to help this organization win. Like I know we can. That's literally all I care about. Hey, Jonathan, I'm, I'm wondering, Ron's talked a lot about establishing this culture, which empowers the, the players to kind of, uh, you know, keep themselves up as well. When you start to see practice slide today at the end, do you or do others, either on the offense or the defense, kind of speak up and, and say what Ron said at the end, maybe during practice? I mean, definitely. I mean, it really just kind of depends on everybody's leadership style. I try to go out there and I just try to be a leader leader by example, you know what I mean? Instead of telling you what I'm going to do, I just try to show you bringing up my effort, my energy, everything. You know what I mean? And, and it's really not like a couple of people who lead. Like, it's a leadership by committee. Anybody can be a leader at any point. And I genuinely believe that. And do you, I guess, like, what I'm trying to ask is, did, did you see the players reacting to the effort waning at the end of today's practice before Ron said something? I mean, 100%. There's definitely players who are trying to pick it up and try to do what they can to pick up the energy of practice. But, I mean, it's camp. There's going to be days where you're sore, you're tired, and you're dragging through the mud is natural. The thing is, you just have to learn how to fight through that as a team, and that's what we're doing right now, man. We haven't played football in eight months, you know what I mean? So there's going to be some growing pains for us. There's going to be days where we're dragging, but you know we just can't make that a habit. We can't make that consistent. And when those do, when those days do come, we have to make sure as a unit and as a team we push through it and fight through it. Hey, hey John, do you, do you feel like in the short time that you guys have had together with Ron and, and this said that, that that culture that he's talked about has that been able to take root, or is that going to take some time? I mean, it's definitely going to take time, but you can definitely see see the start of some great things. You know what I mean? Like culture isn't built overnight. You know what I mean? There's going to take time. There's gonna, like I said, there's going to be growing pains that everybody has to go through. But just having that unity as a team and just we it's gonna it's, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough, it's gonna be hard, but you gotta fight through it, you have to grind. There's a lot of things to overcome this season with everything that's been going on around us. Um so yeah, they're definitely gonna take time, but you could definitely see the roof starting to grow. But like I said, there's there's a lot of talk around the team and expectations around the team. As a team, all we can do is focus on growing as a team. We're not worried about anything else besides that. Does this allow you to know him better? I mean, 100%. I mean, I mean, as a head coach, there's, I feel like it's tough to keep things secret. And him jumping out in front of us and telling us, I mean, as a team, we appreciate that. It shows whenever somebody can be vulnerable with you, that really, that really says a lot about, you know, their uh, their mental toughness because that's not an easy thing to do. So for Coach being able to come out and tell us that, I mean, that was, that was a huge step in just building that trust with the guys who haven't played with them before. You know what I mean? So... It, it, it definitely was. All right, and that's Jonathan Allen meeting with reporters at training camp over the weekend, thanks to WashingtonFootball.com and Tom Brock Plyman for turning that around. Actually, Stephen Wino of the Associated Press turned that around uh, for me and for you. Um, we will finish up with Ryan Anderson, a little snippet of him coming up next right here on LOWFT. All right, guys, it doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. And luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief 
for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy to use roller or a squeezable share tube. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo, which I didn't even tell you about the second part, and that's CBD Recover, which combines the CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds um, and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters the most. To make it easy to try out this amazing duo of topicals, uh, this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBD, MD has to offer. They're offering all of our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONNFL at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKEDON for 25% off at CBDMD. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you, your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic ball cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. All right, we close out the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Ryan Anderson, a portion of his time with the media. Just trying to get a sense of how does it feel being moved out to the defensive line? This is your fourth your fourth season. It's a contract year. You're moving into this different group. How are you feeling about it? It would seem like there's some pressure there, but just what is your sense about the entire situation right now? Um, overall, football is pretty much football, you know. Uh, these first couple of weeks, you know, like a few days of practice, it's been a struggle for me just, like, learning the new techniques. I wouldn't say learning, but it's more like executing them, you know, getting out of the old habits, you know, like playing a certain certain way, you know what I mean? Always outside on free. Now it's, it's different mechanics I use. I got to use just to get to where I need to be and, you know, to – these first few days, you know, it's been slow. I mean, it's probably been the slowest I ever played ever. But, you know, today I felt better just getting back into the groove. I got a little ways to go. But overall, you know, it'll be all right. You know, just play fast and get to the ball. It'll work itself out. I try not to think about, you know, contract year and all that. I'm just trying to have fun. You know, right now I'm just trying to get back to the base of having fun playing football. Okay. Well, you said that it's been a little bit slow, but I saw you today. You got a forced fumble. Obviously, last year you did a lot of that so where do you feel like you've enjoyed success learning the new system working with sam mills and jack del rio and where do you feel like you still have some places to work uh overall you know i got everything to work on in my game you know back like being out of football missing otas you know right now it's like being a rookie again for me like you know everything's been slow learning a new scheme you know the new like i said the new stuff and you know today was the first day i kind of feel like I took a turn in the right direction, but I still got a ways to go. And that's going to do it for us right here today on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. My thanks to Jonathan Allen, Ryan Anderson, uh, Washington football team PR, uh, and as well, Stephen Wino for turning that around of the Associated Press. My thanks to you for downloading and listening. That's going to do it for us now. Back with another episode in due short time. I'm Chris Russell. Adios. 
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.